opportunities but get in there and join the patreon because so much good downloads as you're gonna see from this episode and much more in-depth space weather knowledge and grid work strategies and ways to take care of your body and mind and spirit while we're going through this really tumultuous time on planet earth and you're all doing an amazing job of it. I have so much gratitude for all of you. Thank you for the support of this podcast and my Patreon and all of the ways in which you show me love and encouragement for the things that I've really worked hard on for almost two years now. My two year anniversary of this podcast will be on the 22nd of August. So, wow, it's hard to believe. But at the moment, I have the Rona and it's very mild. I'm feeling fine. I'm not working a whole lot. Uh, This is actually a good distraction for me to record and do that sort of thing because I could do it laying down. One of the things that I'm experiencing and I've heard from others who've had the Savid is uh, you're tired and sleepy, but sort of can't sleep, like a weird sort of insomnia, twilight kind of thing. So I'm just working with that energy and allowing myself to get things done. But I love this episode that you're about to hear. I'm having so much growth and there's so many downloads. I just, I, I almost feel like I, I, I don't know. I have not been excited before about the idea of Neuralink, but Neuralink, but as these quickenings happen and everything speeds up and we're in the middle of lion's gate and it's all very exciting and I can't possibly record enough and have a any kind of a regular life where I'm taking care of myself I I just you know I wish that I could just catalog basically everything that I think in a way that it could be accessible to others. But at any rate, I mean, how grandiose is that, right? So I'm recovering from the CV and I am inspired now to do an episode about 
how I harmonize with microbes and my prior experience with that and how I think it's helping me now. Uh, and just to be straight and clear, not claiming this is any sort of a cure for anything or that you should not get proper medical care for whatever you have going on as well. But it seems to help make it a more peaceful, quick healing. So I hope you enjoy this wild tale of <laughs> Serafina assigned to me homework a couple days ago to go back and listen to the episode that she and I did about Mintaka and the Orion Wars in relation to this experience because there are there's information in there not only about the Orion Wars but about the structure of universes and the origins and um, planetary siblings uh, and AI which wasn't included in that episode but we talked about later so that all relates to this and that means that she and I are going to have to talk about that more and get into that on an episode of something maybe here maybe meow maybe a swap cast who knows doesn't matter but the point is, it's a good time to be bringing that out if I'm having these experiences. Because what I find is, when I'm having experiences, I share them and then other people are also having those experiences. So this is how we continue to grow and support each other through all of this. So for now, for this Patreon anniversary membership drive month, I will give anyone a one card reading, which will be sent to you via DM. If you decide to give me a one-time donation, whether through Patreon or any of the other payment methods that are available at my link tree and are hashtagged on almost every single post I put on social media. So that is something that I can offer you. And then for new Patreon members, I will offer you a bonus animal communication for joining at the VIP level. If you join at the VIP tier, which is $20, you get a free service every month anyway. So it's like supporting the podcast and getting a subscription to me and my intuitive services, which goes far beyond readings because that includes consciousness anchorings, etc. But I will also give you a half an hour animal communication as a bonus for joining and you can use that for yourself or you can gift it to someone else. So jump on in because the water's fine and we're learning so much together. The stuff that we have figured out over the last year has allowed all of us to grow and to be better able to be resilient through this tumultuous period on earth which is uh, I don't mean to sound catastrophic but it is just getting started it's gonna get more wild and unpredictable for a while and uh, then it will improve but for at least the next few years we are approaching solar maximum which means a lot more space weather activity which means 
more climate effects and more action down here on planet Earth. But it also means a lot more activation and multidimensional expansion. So without further ado, here's the story of me and my angel realm and my cyborg arm and why we all need to get over having ownership of everything. Hello, welcome back to Grooving Goddess. And as I said at the end of the last episode, no more anchor ads. Uh, the detail I forgot to include was that so far I made a whopping $40. And I mean, 40 bucks is 40 bucks, but 40 bucks is not worth me making you suffer through an ad or having to skip through it because you've heard it a bazillion times already or at least 125 and uh, you've had enough of it so I'm just gonna do ads for you know me friends podcasts etc so wow where do I start with this one We have the Judeo-Christian fantasy and then also some spiritualized channeling that kind of goes along with the same narrative but then adds in other layers of it. Uh, the Saint Germain um, and all the different Archangel channelings that started being written I, mostly in the mid 20th century probably. I didn't do a whole lot of research on this part because it's not super important but I'm just trying to put this into context. And I like I always I always felt a, a love there, but I didn't quite buy the version, you know, that mythos, wherever the source of it was, uh, put out about them. And I didn't really feel like I personally necessarily had any connection to any angel realms because I'm feeling like there's more than one of everything right now because of the new telescope and the millions literally millions of universes out there we may be the only earth in our universe or like the only planet that contains life but there's millions of universes so uh there's probably more than one angelic realm. At any rate, I've been having this really difficult pain in my upper arm, kind of my bicep area, and it'll spread and radiate down into my hand and up through my shoulder. and. Um, if it goes for too long it almost is like a poison that creeps through my body until my nervous system is so activated that I have 
a full-on neuropathy flare going and I get uh, pretty depleted and have to spend some time extra time resting and you know doing palliative care measures and doing physical therapy to abate and stop that reaction in my body but uh, I knew that there was something about this that I had to learn and fix. I've talked before about the various past life or past expressions of consciousness, physical traumas that I've had that get re-recorded, not re-recorded, uh, re, uh, that get carried over into new physical forms if it isn't released or healed or processed. At this point, I almost think it's, it's like simply reorganizing your hard drive. Like, oh, I, this, this experience is over and it's not part of this particular life cycle and it does not need to be in the forefront and part of this experience, I just need to get the lesson from it, let it go. Uh, so I knew that this, this pain in my arm had something to do with that. And for a while now, I had been having this feeling like some of us, and I didn't know exactly who us were, but some of us have a certain kind of And, and I saw it more as physical wounding before I had this journey last night. Uh, no drugs were involved, by the way. Not that that matters, but I just like to throw it out there for clarity because I think the word journey now can be misinterpreted or interpreted as a, a few things. So before my arm started hurting and before I had this, I had, I had been getting the impression that it was almost like we had, um, we had been impaled kind of in an X-like fashion and that pain was playing out in our body. But I, I didn't really understand what that meant. I'm also aware that my energetic self, the form that we take when we're not in these bodies, I think is a reflection of which expressions of consciousness we were the, you know, we did the most or we identify with the most. Uh, sort of like, uh, these are your top five uh, viewed accounts or whatever. Um, that is kind of our chimera energetic self. And so I've, I've known that I had wings, but I, I was, I was perceiving, I, I wasn't even thinking anything about the angelic realm or any of that, but, um, so... The, the pain had really receded to 
a couple of specific spots and so I worked on that with my friend with Reiki and um, he's very talented intuitive and uh, you don't need to tell him much and then as soon as he starts working on you you can feel the energy flow like truly like that river I always talk about I mean it feels like this river of current moving through but in the process of releasing what was trapped in this these muscles the somatic um, other expression of consciousness trauma that is bringing this wound back in over and over um, and I I think there's probably a lot of people who are have a similar experience to me and are empathic and uh, are attuned to grid work who may have somebody similar um, other incarnation experiences being other beings and the traumas associated with that being carried over and initially and for a while I've had the thought or belief that this was like stuff we had to clear out like I said optimizing your hard drive kind of but the reason for it to keep coming back is a little different than I thought and it's actually meant to be an even bigger message than just you know release or remember and release what it is associated with this pain or injury or issue you keep having so I wonder if you heard me scratch my face you probably did because my earbuds are right next to my jawline and my ear so you can tell when I'm having it hawing that I have something wild happening um so as I get into a more trance-like state I'm in this, that fluid mode where I go to whatever timeline I need to be in or be observing or remembering since everything is always happening at once is it a memory or am I just stepping onto a different conveyor belt uh, so I was some sort of angel except it wasn't like clouds and you know the heavenly visions that we usually think of it was like uh, huge ships um, lots of cold metal very uh, just not very warm um, and I was there with my brother and it turned 
turned out that what had happened was at one point some of us volunteered for a mission to bring codes to earth and sometimes to other places but to bring in codes coding for the grid and it was like we had to <laughs> I was calling it a, a crystalline uh, a light code mule <laughs> instead of a drug mule you're like carrying these codes down to earth um, so it left like this energetic imprint that once we were able to unlock these certain memories would release the codes that needed to be in part of the grid for someone else to use and we'll get to that more at the end later but basically we volunteered for some reason where we needed to go I, th I think it was because we had to blend in more than anything but and we also needed empty space in our bodies to transport components of something so we gave up our wings and our wings were not attached like you know on the back the way they show the other kinds of angels like they were our arms and they were at our shoulders so we were de-winged and even though we had volunteered for this the emotional process of doing that it was like a primal childlike fear of no I don't want you to you know I don't want to I don't want to I'm afraid I don't want to I don't want to don't take my wings please don't please don't take my wings I can't do it I don't want to do it and then um I guess I'm stubborn in every reality and being form because I I don't know maybe I thought that was what I was going to need to be able to remember it now but I didn't want to be asleep for the process <laughs> just like I am in this life if I could just have surgery awake every time that would be ideal for me uh, and so the person who was doing the work of attaching my new uh, cyber arm was really frustrated because I was not being you know I mean they were trying to work on a, a squirming fish in other words and um, so my arm did not get attached properly but in the meantime um, the wing removal left these empty spaces in our physical bodies in that realm but also in our energetic form 
and it allowed us to drug mule in these components and I don't know that everybody is carrying the same things maybe there's just a few who are but I had like I don't know in five to ten years somebody's gonna build this big freaking uh, transformer and I don't mean like electrical power station I mean like transformer like the movies but not quite so cheesy just very cold metal sterile you know functioning thing and, and not a um, what's the word I'm looking for benevolent this is a an invention or creation that will help humanity rather than harm so it's not like it's a weapon or anything but uh, so I was carrying a lot of metal inside me and now that has been removed from my body and I have released the emotional pain of having my wings removed uh, and given these arms but like the the angel realm I was in was very I don't know like surgical uh, cold efficient um, not that we didn't have strong feelings or love obviously for the work we were doing whatever that was because otherwise why would we put ourselves through that and volunteer to do it but it's just not it's a very different existence and you know it's just not the fantasy that we all have and um, so then those things being released from my body and realizing that I was not the person who was going to take whatever this was and do anything with it put together the pieces of a concept I've been experiencing then observing then now understanding over the last two to three months I had an experience where someone else launched a new service that they were going to offer that sounded very very familiar to something that I do that nobody else does at least not in the ponds I'm swimming in or uh, in the US that I'm aware of but at any rate um, and so I felt a way about it at first things of ownership and stealing and copying and why are you single white femaleing me and uh, and then as I processed through that because you know 
I teach by doing, apparently. It happens to me first, then I share it. Um, but I pretty quickly moved through that and into, wait a minute, they're talking about and doing and reflecting what I am doing. And this can only be a good thing. Even if there was any malintent on that wasn't unconscious on their part, even if they meant to literally do it, do that, uh, take intellectual property, which we'll get to property in a minute. It still didn't matter because it means that what I'm doing has value, that it is spreading and becoming a thing that exists in this reality. And I have such strong belief in it that I'm over here going, yay team, and thanks for the compliment. So that was a pretty quick uh, processing and maturing of that kind of thinking for me. And then about a month later, I noticed a creator that I follow, uh, someone who's been in the space weather and Schumann game a lot longer than I have, that's for sure. They're very knowledgeable. But they put up a post that was kind of like what I initially might have wanted to say about my situation that gave me uncomfortable feels. And they sort of said, so funny, you come and steal my content and get a bunch of followers doing uh, I don't know, like less knowledgeable, less meaningful things. And you think you're a success. Haha, <laughs> so funny. Kind of thing. Just, you know, passive aggressive. Like, all right, I know you're stealing from me and you may have more followers than me now, but that doesn't mean shit kind of thing. Um, which isn't the case in my situation. Just so you know, I mean, I... I don't care about any of that stuff any more than if it's part of my job to get the message out to more people about things. I, I don't, it doesn't give me uh, dopamine hits and whatnot. It does give me encouragement for sure. Cause it's nice to know somebody cares. You know what I mean? <laughs> like what? <sighs> anyway. Um, <laughs> so this the these components that were in me were not for me and I so what I finished downloading last night and wrapping this up so when I saw this other person doing that the same thing that I had kind of felt I was like okay this is where we're learning how to exist with 6D because in 6D it's not even about intentionally sharing it with others. It's not about, 
oh, I have my special gift. And if you hang out with me or I work with you, then it'll kind of rub off on you and you'll have it too. It's not that. <laughs> it's, it's more chaotic and bananas than that and requires an even greater integration of love frequency and sharing in a way that we have not been geared to. Our society is very oriented towards ownership and property and uh, you know pride and accomplishment and achievement and awards and accolades and all of those things um, and we tend to treat them like they're a limited commodity and so therefore are very competitive about it and we're going to have to let go of a lot of that and I think it's going to be hard for some people to swallow initially um, if you keep going and persevere through it I'm sure with that love frequency and the observation of the experience you start to figure out what I did which is hey this is this just means there's more of this happening in the world and that's a good thing but initially it's gonna push people's ego buttons it's gonna push people's I want to be the special one buttons I want to have something special about me I want to know what my purpose is. What is my mission here? Um, what are my gifts? When do I get my superpowers? And part of this experience for a lot of us may be I am the light code mule for whatever needs to come in through my process of healing and integrating my shadow and dealing with all my stuff and remembering more about my consciousness and my soul origin that I then release that out into the world for other people to use because on the crystalline grid it's not it's like it's a creative and information database and we all have access to it so for some of you your mission here may have been to come here deliver the goods and then go about doing what makes you happy and living your life no further expectation or demand upon you than that just being and delivering the package but the trick is is that part part of the process of delivering the package is working on ourselves developing that self-awareness and understanding so to whoever I like code mule the giant transformer components in for um, I'm excited to see what you make with that and I'm glad it's out of my body because I'm already feeling 
different. So that's that's a lot, right? I mean, when I was thinking about even when I first had the experience myself and then when I noticed it happening for somebody else who's much bigger online than I am as far as, you know, attention. I I knew this was going to be a sore spot in some ways. But to me, it's very freeing and the idea that we can all just create and put our stuff out there and because of resonance the people that you resonate with will appreciate your stuff and maybe even get inspired to make their own stuff uh, and then others will resonate with others and go to them and none of us have to feel like we need to compete for the material necessities you know the energy exchange as a lot of people like to call it um, the likes the adoration all of that because there's plenty to go around there really is plenty to go around and this is what it means to embody unconditional love and this is what it means to use that sixth dimensional energy of collaboration because somebody else like coded in my shit you know what I mean I'm sure that there are people I have encountered or not encountered that were able to do their healing process and release things somatically into the grid that then I was able to access. And this may all sound like, like, why the hell would it work this way? But if you think about it, if we are trying to become more of a balance between the individual and unity consciousness, then I mean, it's like a big white elephant gift <laughs> where we all show up to the party and we all have this wrap package and we don't know what's in it even and we know it, but it's going to go to the right person and then somebody else is going to have our package. <laughs> oh, so wild. But just like in, in goofy 3D life, those things can be a real icebreaker and they help foster community and unity and connection between people. So let's see, that's the angelic stuff. And what else did I say? at the end of the last episode that I needed to get into. I think that was it. I think it was just this wild angel realm thing that I had going on. And the injury that I've been nursing for a while, which I think a lot of these injuries that we have are reminders of something. 
that doesn't make it any less of an actual injury so I am not saying that they are not real and shouldn't be attended to but or should be ignored they're they're actually like it's kind of like you know if you keep hitting the snooze alarm the intensity turns up until you pay attention to it both on a physical level and a spiritual level <laughs> because sometimes these these things are reminders to release stuff that needs to be released so that we can fulfill our mission to deliver parts for a giant transformer so basically my arm has been on wrong <laughs> my arm was slightly not where it needed to be and now it feels normal it's been in the wrong place my whole life and now it feels like it got taken off and put back on again the right way very strange experience I have to tell you something I would suggest for your physical comfort especially if you're more attuned to grid work and experience some of the physical challenges that seem to come with that for some people uh, for the more geoplanetary grid work the big scale stuff um, I am working on using my body ambidextrously as much as possible because I think with us having a dominant side in this timeline and this human experience it makes it you know your dominant side is going to be more prone to getting injured because you just use it more so I think if we balance the use of our body and balance the strength in our bodies that also allows us to ease more easily accommodate when our dominant side isn't working as well um, or if we have an injury that we're trying to rest and heal uh, I think that was all I had for now another thing I'll throw out there about somatic release hydration and rest and eating more neutral cooling foods in the body or comforting foods can be more helpful while you're processing because there you know like I said there can be some purging afterwards and whatnot and you may just have emotions that you're releasing so wanted to throw that out there for all of you and I think I'm gonna be recording more I'm kind of hoping because I like to release a couple episodes a week more so than a couple episodes a month <laughs> or one every two months <laughs> You know, it, I don't, my misery never loves anyone else's company, and I'm not saying I was necessarily miserable, but I was super sick for part of it, and that's why I wasn't putting out as much, but I did notice that even though it was for different reasons, it seems like me and a lot of my peers, and even some of the big mainstream people and whatnot, all had a couple months there where they just needed to deal with other things or chill in some way 
and take a break. So, um, I don't feel a bit bad about it. And this isn't some expectation that I think anyone has of me or that I'm setting. It's just that the downloading thing happens so much constantly all the time now, which just me doing that is probably enough for it to be out in the world. But I would like to have some of it recorded somewhere because it's kind of like, you know, new info in, old info out. It's like a flow of information. And so everything isn't readily accessible to me all the time. And this way, I know I have it recorded somewhere and I can remind myself of it or refer other people to it. Uh, Plus, it's just all so cool right now. Um... I, along with the 60 thing and the collaboration and the, the envy and jealousy and um, feelings of being stolen from, where all that can come from, the idea of property, uh, there's also an over overarching uh, swath of spiritual communities right now that are a little annoyed and resentful and a little um, anxious about a lot of the woo stuff becoming more mainstream. Uh, I think for reasonable fear, not wanting it to turn into the 90s New Age movement or not wanting it to be corrupted somehow by more public acceptance and more prevalence of the conversations around fluid time and the matrix and ascension and dimensions and parallel, you know, realities and multiverses, all of those things. Uh, And what I want to remind you is everything and everyone is always expanding nothing is in stasis and when when those more in mainstream society or uh, behind us on the trail when they start latching onto these concepts and um, expanding their consciousness then we get to do more weird, trippy things. That's the thing. There is no finite, oh, right, well, I crossed the finish line on this ascension expansion marathon. I guess I know everything now. I'm just gonna gonna walk this off. I just finished that marathon, grab some drinks and snacks, maybe go get a sports massage and just kind of wait here for everybody else to catch up and then I guess it's just normal and not exciting anymore but that's not how it works and you know that because if you look back at yourself and all the stages of development you've gone through and then look back at society and the evolution of spirituality and understanding energy you'll see that it's an ever-changing process so when this stuff starts going mainstream, I get freaking excited. Not only because it means that more people 
will be coming from a more loving place in their decision making but because it means that those of us who are already at the advanced level get to move on to things we haven't even imagined yet so enjoy the ride and I love you all and I'll see you next time Oh